In today's episode, we are talking about how we keep records of our partner's wrongs. The real question is this: How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day, so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage Show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to episode one sixty six of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Sarah, and this is Rafi. And why were you laughing? <laughs> Because like this recording software, it just oh, I thought you were laughing. It at takes me. the timing is like <laughs> off a little bit, but we're here, you guys. We are so here. excited to talk to you guys about. Keeping records of wrongs. Keeping records of wrongs. We are both guilty of doing this in past relationships, and that's why they didn't work out. Not very well. Yeah. Not so. Yeah. Nope. That nope. is why we are here. <laughs> <laughs> It's because we're just we were very negatively biased. Yeah. Let's talk about where why we're talking about this. So we're all negatively biased creatures, um, and we see this a lot with the couples we work with in our coaching program. Um, everyone that comes through has struggles with communication in some form or way. Um, and on top of this, one of the things that we see a big trend is when we start to understand their satisfaction levels when it comes to their partners' habits, characteristics, and just like who, like like those their behaviors. It's typically a growth area. In their relationship, they're always struggling in this in this area, and we want to share with you why.、Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, first, I just wanted to like talk a little bit more about what like our couples are going through because you might be going through it too,、um, where you might feel like, oh my goodness, I'm always doing something wrong. I never do anything right、um, because your partner might be expressing that to you. Like, you shouldn't do it that way. You should do it this way. You are wrong. Or comments that put you down, all these things are negative, and it can make us feel really bad. No one wants to know all the things they've done wrong. Or maybe your partner or you might keep it in, and then you have a huge argument session where all of these negative remarks to you come out.、Um, but going back to being negatively biased. Scientists were suggesting that's because we had to survive. I mean, we still live to survive, and we have to be aware of the threats and dangers around us.、Um, and that's where being negatively biased is a plus. But in our relationship, it can hurt you. We are not threats. <laughs> Your partner is not a threat. Your partner will not kill you, just like when it comes to like evolutionary. What's that called? Evolutionary psychology, like the <laughs> evolutions. 
I don't know what I'm saying, you guys. It's okay. Well, I was thinking of like Finding Nemo and they're like, <laughs> fish are friends, not food. Yeah. So your, I was, your partners are your friends, are yes, your lovers. They're not, they're not, not going to kill you. Um, what, I was th- what I was thinking about is when I was actually still in school for psychology and we took this class called evolutionary psychology and how we have these these fight and flight modes mm, mm-hmm. and how it all how how we have like the reason why we have this is because of evolution mm-hmm. like how we survived yet we use the same sort of things in in today's life where there's really not a threat but it starts to kick in like the anxiety and the trying to defend ourselves mm-hmm. But when you start to see that in a relationship, it's not very good. It yeah. doesn't create a good and safe environment to well, communicate. We've quite evolved because before yes. it was physical threats. Now it's verbal threats. Mm, yes. Mm, so um, in 1 Corinthians, it says, oh, 1 Corinthians 13, 6, verse 6, it does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. What, what do you mean? What is it? love okay love and so it gives us the answer right here of what we should be doing not looking at the negative not rejoicing at the wrong and it says to rejoice in the right so how can we do that the first step is to stop the criticism to stop the demanding as long as you or your partner is communicating everything that you are doing wrong even though your intentions might be right to want to correct them or want to help them but as long as you continue to communicate in this way there's not ever going to be a time where you create that safe environment for you to share why because like what sarah was was sharing when we're criticizing our partner what do we tend to do we become defensive and when you become defensive and when both partners become defensive, what happens? There's no communication. So again, the demanding has to stop. That you're doing this wrong. Why did you do it that way? As long as you're do- saying those types of things in your relationship, you'll never create that safe environment to communicate. Mm. And so stop doing criticism, demanding, and start increasing in charity. Yes, in gratitude this is how you can nurture the love in your relationship in such a simple way by doing this simple action by expressing gratitude and appreciation to your partner yes that's really important and what i'm gonna what we're challenging you is if you have a hard time sharing something that you appreciate your partner for, and it's easier for you to think about what your partner is doing wrong, there is a problem there. Think about it. When you guys were friends, do you were you conflicted in the state where you guys were always arguing? Probably not, because you were friends, right? You still had that trust, that respect, that admiration, that friendship. But when you started getting into this intimate relationship, getting to know really who that person is we become judgmental and we start criticizing you're, you're doing this and that 
and it blinds us from what we should be doing, like what Sarah says, is to rejoice in the right. So what is one thing that they can do to help them? Having a gratitude journal. If you journal already, add this to when you do journal. Um, You don't have to write it down. Um, I use my phone notes, if that's easier for you, whatever works. But every day when you're praying your night prayers and you're giving praise and gratitude to God, think about how God has blessed you with your partner and something good that they have done for you. Yes. So hopefully this helps. Let's start communicating in our relationships in a place of gratitude and not in a place of criticism and keeping records of their wrongs. Hopefully this helped. Hopefully you got value from this. Praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.